0: Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle.
1: And I am Eli.
0: And today I am talking about Sorceress Stabber Orphan.
1: You know, that, that show. That we've all heard of. Right?
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. It's... So I'm pretty sure like nobody's heard of this show. At least I haven't.
2: The first I heard of it was when you told me you were watching it.
0: Well, actually, it was just before I started watching it. Very basically, I've...
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess, technically, I did first hear of it before you started watching, because you said, hey, I'm going to watch this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Basically, I was browsing around on Funimation a few weeks back uh, while I was preparing for uh, the Taste of the Season.
2: Yeah, as, as we are... As we are known to do.
0: Yes, and in the recently added section, I saw something called Sorceress Stabber Orphan. I was like, what the heck is that? I have never heard of that. It sounds really dumb. I mean, just, just the title, Sorceress Stabber Orphan. And let me just be clear, Orphan is spelled with an E. Okay? Okay. Okay? Okay.
1: Okay. I mean, isn't it a name?
0: Yes, it is. The the title is the name of the main character Well. Part of it's the name of the You know what, I'll get to that. I'll get to it. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So very basically the description on Funimation is I didn't know they could go full Netflix for the description, but they did. The description is, Orphan is a powerful sorcerer whose sis turned into a dragon. He'll stop at nothing to find her even if he has to go it alone. So, when I said, you know, they've Netflixed the description, by that I mean, not a single word. Like, almost not a single word of that description is true. Okay, it is true. He is a powerful sorcerer. And his Sister did turn into a dragon, but like the second sentence has nothing to do. Okay. Let me just let me just get into it. So it's. I'm and I'm only gonna cover the first season, and I'll go into why in a bit. So very basically, the start of the show is our main character Orphan Living in a Wait, no. No, the start of the show is the scene of his sister turning into the dragon. And him freaking out. And all the sor all the other sorcerers trying to kill his sister. And then stuff happens and we get a five year time skip. Oh to boy, the a present time day. skips. <laughs> No, don't don't worry. There's it's going to constantly jump back and forth between 5 years ago and present day.
2: Oh, I love time skips that just serve to add meaningless bullshit.
0: It's Well, it's like constantly flashing back. I would be probably a better explanation. Yeah,
1: no, I, I I get it. Whatever. Anyways, so in the current day his sister
0: is back and she's like a dragon now. And also there's the, the, the sorcerers are still hunting her because when she turned into a dragon, she also knocked their teacher unconscious. And so now he's leading the search for her to like hunt her down. How do I summarize like the first couple episodes very succinctly? Because he is like a money lender now. He's a sorcerer moneylender. And there's a couple... I'm not sure if they're dwarves or trolls. It changes based on the source. But there's two guys who owe him money. And who convince him to like scam... Some uh, rich noble family. Of course it doesn't work. And there's the female supporting character and... The male supporting character. Okay. So Orphan gets wrapped up in. Sorcerer business. As the sorcerer is hunting his sister. Turned dragon. Are now. Like rolled up to his place. Like hey. Come help us hunt down your sister. Or else. So he's like okay fine. I'll help you hunt down my sister. Wink. (laughs) Because he, he wants to, like, turn her back
1: to normal. And stuff.
0: And so... The whole whole bunch of stuff happens. The female supporting character, uh, Cleo... Cleo... Her name is spelled, like, an Irish word. But, like, the... But some sources anglicize it as Cleo. So...
2: As in Patra?
0: I guess.
2: <laughs> I'm just working with what you're giving me here. I but have it's, literally it's, no it's, idea what, about any of
1: this.
0: So it's it's spelled C L A I, O M H. Say so, yes. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it looks like an Irish word because of the. Where VMA. do you get Cleo from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> from the katakana used to spell the name, probably. Whatever, not important. She followed along. She's, she's good with a sword. <laughs> Anyways, there's a big climactic battle. One of Orphan's childhood friends dies. In a blaze of fire from the dragon. Dragon fire. Anyways, and so finally, Childman, Orphan's teacher, who was in a coma and is now not, and is now hunting Azalee, Orphan's sister, kills. The, the dragon Asli, And Orphan's all broken up. And he like comforts the disembodied head. Of dragon Asli. And now we go over to. Go over to like a field outside a city. And Child Man is in a carriage. Going towards. And Orphan's waiting for him. And basically it turns out that. At the beginning of this whole chase, Asli, as a dragon, switched minds with Childman. So it's really been Asli, disguised as Childman, hunting Childman in the dragon body.
1: Why? Why? It's just the only question I can really ask here. Why?
0: I don't know
2: and I don't even mean specifically from an in-universe perspective I mean why was this the decision they made with how to go with the plot
0: so I'll get into that but just know that this is consistent across every adaptation (laughs) okay and so now that the first arc is taken care of, uh, oh, also there's a shape. There's a sword that when you stab someone with it, it uh, allows you to change their shape. It's what originally turned Asli into a dragon, and now she has it uh, after Orphan stabbed her as child I meant to turn her back to her original form. Okay, I think that's fr- that. That is. Oh, and the male supporting character is named Magic, and he's Orphan's uh, apprentice. Okay, I think I've got everybody. Except all, the, all of the, uh, Orphan's childhood friends, who I don't care to remember. All I remember is Comicron, because he has Omicron in his name, and he's like a magic scientist or something. He makes robots. And he was the one who died, in in the earlier. Okay.
1: I'm gonna be 100 on with you, honest with you. You've already lost me.
0: Okay. So, and of course, during all this, we've had for, like half the half of each episode has been like a flashback to Orphan during his school days when he was innocent and stuff. Because now he's like hard boiled and edgy. Oh, and I also forgot to mention. Uh, before Five years ago, before Hazely, uh Turned into a dragon and Disappeared Orphan's name was actually Okay, hang on, let me <laughs> Let me prepare to say this This is
1: uh Alright So yes, his original name was Krelant Silo Kril-
0: Kulansilo.
1: Yeah, I can't pronounce that.
0: Uh, in, in the anime, in in the Japanese, they pronounce it Kurilanshilo, which is probably a better way to pronounce it because I have no idea how to pronounce that. Normally, sweet Jesus, <laughs> is that, that name is a pain in the ass. Anyway, so some people call him that, some people call him orphan. it really depends on when they met him. Okay. so now we can move on to the second arc, the one with the big wolf
2: there there are multiple arcs.
0: Yes, that was just like the first four episodes or so. Give or take actually so that was whole, just the that was just the first three episodes I just summarized
2: So, so this whole business with tracking down a dragon and time skips and banking and scamming nobles and mind-swapping dragon and people. That all occurred over three episodes. Yes. All yes. right, just just making sure I understood.
0: Yes. <laughs> then we have, like, one episode that's mostly flashbacks and a little bit of, like, filler. And then we get into the next arc where they go for the party, which consists of Orphan, Magic, and Cleo. Who have come upon... Let's see, no, hang on. Let me let me try and get my sequence of events in order. Okay, they get ambushed by dragon worshippers. And then they go to the dragon worshipper village. Bunch of stuff happens, and then there's a... It turns out they worship a deep dragon, which is a wolf.
1: Alright, let me just... <laughs> Worship a dragon, but the dragon's a wolf. Dragon, wolf. Yeah, I- I'm sorry. I'm I'm putting the numbers into my calculator
2: and just makes a frowny face.
0: <laughs> okay, so this arc is actually when we learn that dragons are just n- like creatures that can use magic.
2: So does that make people dragons? If he's a sorcerer,
0: <laughs> that actually comes up in the episode, and he's like, "No, they're sorcerers." Don't be an idiot. So,
2: dragons are are things that can use magic, except when they're not.
0: (laughs) Yes. Just to make things more confusing, in the very beginning of this, uh, there was a very short, like, thing that said, sorcerers were born from dragons mating with dwarves. Wait, what? (laughs) So, basically, how sorcerers got their magic is because they're technically half-elves. Or, like, all of humanity is half-elves? Basically, there was elves, who I don't remember what kind of dragons they were, but they were dragons. <laughs> and so the magic that sorcerers can use is derived from the, uh, the elf-dragon magic, which is based on voice. And other dragons use other means of uh, transference, which, like the deep dragon, the wolf, Cast its magic based on line of sight.
2: Every word you have just (laughs) said has made me violently
1: angry.
0: Anyways, they beat up the wolf dragon. uh, And save a girl who was made immortal by the wolf dragon. Uh, I don't remember why. I think because the villagers were losing their religion or something. I don't know.
2: So make a girl immortal, yeah that makes sense. No. Well no. Oh, no, she
0: could, cause she was dead and then the the uh the deep dragon brought her back to life and made her immortal, but she can't leave the village, otherwise she'll die. Anyways, this, this so show <laughs> had
1: better start making sense at some point.
0: <laughs> okay. Also, during at the end of this arc they pick up a new party member, a baby deep dragon.
2: Does this one take the shape of like a baby seal or something?
0: No, it's a it's a it's a tiny wolf. <laughs> and whenever it uses its, its magic, because its eyes close.
1: Why not?
0: <laughs> Alright. And this is also the first this is also the first arc where we get to see Orphan's ultimate secret technique.
2: Oh right, this this also pissed <laughs> me off.
0: Hey hey like uh a uh, a teleport spell. That is his ultimate secret technique.
2: Please, please go into depth. Please go into as much depth, as much
1: depth as you went with me as to this teleportation spell. <laughs> uh, let's see.
0: Okay, so what I sent you about this technique, his ultimate technique. It's the last thing his master ever taught him. It requires perfect concentration or else you'll kill yourself and is feared by all who face him who know, it, who know that it exists is the short-range teleport spell. It gets him, like, at most a dozen or so yards. So a decent amount. But normally he doesn't go much beyond, like, 10 feet. And I'm pretty sure it requires line of sight.
2: That's right. A teleportation spell that saves you all of the 20 seconds you'd have to walk. Briskly sprint. I feel like Usain Bolt could briskly sprint that in like two seconds.
0: I mean, to be fair, the first time he uses it, it's the longest range that we see for the entire series. So I might be over-exaggerating some of it. Because he's also taking someone along with him, and also they're teleporting from the ground up to a building's roof, so. It is a very useful spell, <laughs> but it's just amusing that it is treated as the ultimate secret technique of this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's not even treated like, oh no, I, I'm i gonna lose now, but it's just like, oh shit, this dude can teleport. <laughs>
2: He also has a dragon in the form of a puppy. (laughs) Yes. Just hanging around.
0: To be fair, Cleom is the one that's uh, holding on to that.
2: He can teleport not even the length of a football field. Oh no, we're all going to die.
0: Can I just mention that also the, uh, the deep dragon, the baby deep dragon, can actually teleport everybody much farther and to places it can't see?
1: Wow. He's
2: already immediately and just completely useless.
0: To be fair, a deep dragon is, like, some kind of primordial god. And Orphan is...
2: And he has one in puppy form just (laughs) hanging around. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry, but nothing that, like, you could distract with a milk bone
1: (laughs) is allowed to be feared. Fair. Primordial deep one. Anyway, so on to, I guess, the last arc,
0: technically. Okay. So basically, uh, Orphan and crew returns to his hometown that I don't remember the name of, but it's at the Tower of... It's around the Tower of Fangs, which is the, like, sorcerer school he used to attend. And... So someone's been going around killing all the elders of the sorcerers school. And then that guy shows up to kill Orphan and it turns out uh-oh, it's Curilanchelo. Uh So basically someone appears to be uh impos- impersonating him while they perform various assassinations. Especially their dis- they're Impersonating. They are impersonated as. Him. Five years ago. And he looks nothing like he did five years ago. For one he's got a cool vest. And he's got a. Uh, like a red bandana. Around his head. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways. So a whole bunch of stuff happens. Uh He ends up. Hunting down and killing. The. Fake. Kirilanchilo because it turned out to be a robot that was reanimated by Azalee, and then gained a will of its own and decided to try and kill but your orphan, I mean to prove that it was the only one who could stand beside her
2: I'm sorry but they they make <laughs> robots in this world
0: yeah remember I told you about the guy who was like a magical scientist who made robots
2: I vaguely recall what you're talking about. Okay, moving on! This this whole thing has just been endless confusion.
0: I promise, it makes more sense in context.
2: I'm still hung up on the fact that there's a dragon in the form of a wolf.
0: I assume you're just blanking out the elf dragons?
2: Oh, that I purged immediately from my mind.
0: (laughs) Alright, so... Fuck and now so after they take care of the assassin, then Magic found a book which some assassins from the wizard, from the sorcerer school want. And this is also when we find out what a stabber is. So a stabber is specifically a sorcerer who is trained as an assassin. And yes, they say stabber. And yes, technically Orphan is a, is a, was a stabber.
1: Was a stabber?
0: Like he left, he, he didn't finish his training, so, and he's not associated with the, uh, the sorcerer school anymore, so. So he's not a stabber anymore, he's just a sorcerer who happens to have been trained as an assassin.
1: I don't see why not.
0: Anyway, so a whole bunch of stuff happens and then he and his old, one of his old classmates and Azalee and his crew all team up to beat up this other class from the Sorcerer's School who are all sorcerer assassins. And he punches the guy really hard uh, in the gut. And I think that was his actual ultimate secret technique. I don't really know what what happened. He just punched the guy in the gut, and there was a uh, uh, a bunch of act- of impact frames, and then the dude fell over. And Orphan's like, "This is the attack that always kills," but it didn't kill the guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious.
0: The more, the more I talk about this, the less it makes sense. <laughs> okay, and so then. Asley goes off to do something
1: else with the church. There's also a
0: church who hates sorcerers. <sighs> okay. I think I think I got everything more or less in season 1. I didn't mention the the Season police. 1, there's multiple seasons. Yeah, there's a second season that oh, deals why. with the uh that deals with Asley doing stuff at the church and orphan and crew being like, Oh, hell no. Gotta stop her. Cause she's like evil. Uh, I didn't even mention like the park rangers or the, uh,
2: park rangers.
0: Well, forest rangers. Look, they look like park. They look like park rangers. They wear like tan button up collared shirts with pockets and normal Park pants. Rangers. And also police officers that are like in suits that are carrying around like spears and shields. The The aesthetic of this fantasy world is really weird.
1: Park rangers. They- <laughs> I-, I don't know what to tell you.
0: They're in charge of the forest.
1: Does that include the dragon wolf gods?
0: Well, no, they just kind of like skirt around that because they don't want to get eaten. Oh, and also during all this, there was the two uh, dwarf slash troll dudes who kind of just show up once every episode and get the shit kicked out of them. Because I guess it's funny to see them suffer. Anyways, yeah. So that's more or less season one. That summarizes about thirteen episodes of material. Uh, and I haven't watched season two yet. I do want to, just because I want to see where they're going with this. But now the real reason I wanted to talk about this. So, so this anime came out in twenty twenty. It's an Wait, adaptation. What? Yes. This came
1: out last
2: year.
0: Yes, and then the second season came out winter of this year.
2: I thought this was something like early New Tens thing or something.
0: It's adapted from a light novel that ran from 1994 to 2003. What? It had a manga adaptation in 1997. That ran for 6 volumes. For context the light novel ran for 20 volumes. So suffice to say the manga. Did not cover the entirety. Of the light novels. But don't worry. Because there was also. An anime adaptation in 1998. That got 2 seasons. Each of 24 episodes. And apparently. It was actually pretty well known back in the day.
2: Pretty well known back in the day.
0: relatively
2: relatively
0: I mean I'll say this the 1998 Orphan anime had uh, well it currently has a 7.13 on my anime list and it's uh, it is currently ranked uh, 3,247th compared to the 2020 adaptation which has a 5.81 and is ranked uh, 9,356. But they do have similar popularity numbers. So, actually, the 2020 adaptation is more popular in that it has more members who have it on their list. And very importantly, each of these adaptations all covers the first arc... And then randomly picks and chooses what other arcs they want to cover.
2: I mean, if the novel ran for
0: how many how
1: many actual novels are there?: 20. 20. Okay, so yeah, that's a lot. Yeah So I can I can see them just sort of picking and choosing.
0: I remember when I first started watching the 2021. I, I I thought to myself, this feels like a this feels like a very early two thousands anime, but it was made like last year. What the heck? So that I you know I looked it up, and the original light novel was from nineteen ninety four. So it's a bit older than I expected. One of the most interesting things, though, is how consistent Orphan's character design is in every single place he shows up actually pretty much everyone's character design is the same <laughs> just adapted for more modern at the time where orphan has his uh his cool his cool vest jacket thing sleeveless jacket i guess it's I, i'm not sure and the red headband plum Ah, uh, pretty sure she pretty
1: much just wears pants and a
0: shirt, and of course, magic. has got like a cloak thing going on. I don't know. I,
2: I mean, I literally don't know.
0: Yeah, I know you don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just fascinated that the character design stays so consistent even as the art style changes. It's fascinating
1: face Anyways So
0: very basically every the people who originally watched the uh the 1998 Orphan saw the new adaptation and hated it cuz they it wasn't the original adaptation I Even mean though, of course not <laughs> I I would personally say that it, as a show it is a. It is very solid. It is very tight. It's not all over the place. Like I tried to read the manga, but it's very obvious that they're just kind of adapting. That they were just kind of ad- adapting, whatever they wanted to. Like, oh, we'll, we'll we obviously will adapt the first arc because that's the one everyone cares about. But then we'll just also, kind of pick you and know, choose.
2: Probably introduces the characters.
0: Yes, it does. It's very useful. So. In the 2021 they changed a lot of the character dynamics. They uh in like the manga and I guess the light novels and probably the original uh adaptation Cleo's sister is an important character, but in the 2020 she's not. She shows she's uh the person they're trying to marriage scam in the first episode. And she doesn't show up again. But I think in, like, the manga and the light novel, she's one of Orphan's love interests. Also, I'm pretty sure that in the original light novel, in the original anime adaptation, Childman Man wasn't in a coma for five years. He was just kind of, like, around. But I feel like the coma plot actually makes it make more sense than just... Because also, Asley was in a coma for five years. After she turned into a dragon, and it makes feels like more makes that ma- it makes more sense to me than Orphan went to the next city over to look for his sister and then never left for five years. You know, it just raises a lot of questions. This this whole plot. Also, every adaptation changes how the uh how the dragon Asley turns into looks. Let me say, the manga is fucking terrifying. (laughs) Just remembering it is going to prevent me from getting any sleep. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the 2020 adaptation, she just looks like a normal dragon, like a Western dragon. So. I don't think I'm forgetting anything.
1: I mean. I don't know. (laughs) I'm probably forgetting something.
0: Oh, right. I, almost, I completely forgot the other part of the title. Yes, he is an orphan. He is an orphan named Orphan.
2: I was about to say, I guess his parents didn't care for subtlety. But then again, I guess his parents didn't have much of a choice in the matter.
0: No, no. And then he was an orphan with Azalee and one of his other childhood friends who's an important character in, at the end of season one. Um. I just kind of glossed over her because, yeah. Anyways, and it's it's very interest it's very entertaining. I was gonna say interesting, but no, entertaining is far more appropriate. Basically, uh, after Asley turns into a dragon, um, the Sorcerer School like held a funeral for her, but of course she wasn't in the the uh the casket. An orphan Kirilenshilo at the time was like, What the heck, guys? Why are we burying an empty casket? She's still alive. And so he renounces his membership in the Order, or whatever, and directly declares that uh, he will be an orphan again. And so he calls himself Orphan, because he is an orphan.
1: A lot of
2: creativity there.
0: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, he was 15 at the time.
2: That's not an excuse.
0: And his true name is Kirillanshilo. So <laughs>
1: that's a bit more of an excuse.
0: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was just kind of like, "I'm an orphan," and everyone's like, "Okay, hi orphan." It's like, "God damn it, I'm not orphan. I'm an orphan." Like, what's the difference? I
2: mean, who else is going to tell him dad jokes?
0: oh god that's terrible that's terrible thank you uh all right now if only i can remember what the other dragons were i think one was like a walrus or something i think one was a bear
2: (laughs) (laughs) one was a walrus
0: or something like that i don't remember it didn't really come up it was it was a one and done kind of thing Let's see, there was also a character who showed up in the first episode and looked like she was going to be important, but then wasn't. Anyways, so thank you for joining me on today's Hey, I found something weird, and now you get to know about it too, Anime Stroganoff. Until next time, I have been Lyle.
1: And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff.